0: have a treat for you all today. I don't think you've ever met a woman like this before. Stacy Wallace is a force to be reckoned with. She's someone that uh, came into my community a couple of years ago and I was literally just blown away by her presence, her authenticity, uh, courage, faith, the magnitude of what she has done in her career. And it's been, uh, just an honor and privilege to get to watch her build her legacy and, and her company with her team. And Stacey, I'm so excited to have you on the show today to share what you're doing.
1: I'm so excited to be here. This has been a long time coming and we are super grateful for the role that you're playing in this new season of our lives and uh, the success that we've had. So this is
0: going to be a fun chat. Absolutely. Absolutely. So Stacey, before we talk about the work that you're doing today, which is unbelievably inspiring and you're doing it with your family, which is so, so cool. we'll, We'll talk about that in just a second. I really want to have you walk through a little bit of kind of your history and your life journey because you have been through so much. You've accomplished so much in all different realms of business and life that I think have provided context and depth to what you're doing today. And I would love to just share a little bit of that story of your career and what led you to this point.
1: Absolutely. Well, it's been a long time coming. Um, I'm 53 years old and I have lived the life of like seven 53-year-olds. You have. (laughs) (laughs) Whenever a PR firm or a magazine or anybody says, like, I've done some due diligence on you and what? Like, Like, how Yeah. And so it really is a blessed life, but it 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 has a lot of ups and downs throughout it, you know, and I, I love to give credit where credit is due. I grew up in a home. I was very blessed that I had a mom and dad that taught us to be dreamers. So I was a little young toddler even, learning how to dream big. I, I started off singing and and on I was on stage at the age of four and I was wow. so petrified um, that I would literally twist the little ribbon on my dress until my finger, my parents had to come up on stage and take my hand out because I was cutting off the circulation on my finger because I was so afraid of doing what clearly I was gifted to do at that time. Um, cause I had a super big voice and perfect pitch, even at the age of four. And, uh, reeling back even before that and you know a lot of people like me to talk about the you know companies we've raised into the hundreds of millions and sales teams that have numbered into the hundreds of thousands and all of that is a lot of splash it's amazing we've been able to do phenomenal things in business but i like to go back where people are or maybe where their children are and maybe some of the struggles because you see that big splash and what we've done it's really about how we got there and i was diagnosed as a baby with cystic fiber fibrosis which is a disease of the lungs that most little babies back in my I was born in 69 back then there were no therapies for it Uh, Mm -hmm. usually they died by the time they were two Mm -hmm. and so that was a death curse to my parents but my mom and dad happened to be preachers and they happened to be faith-based leaders Uh, while they were business entrepreneurs they were also raising up churches and missions and my grandfather uh, had a bible college that sent people into the mission field so I grew up in a family of faith and they didn't want to believe that I was going to die. So they prayed and they, they called, called a prayer vigil where all the people in the church came over and I was just a little baby and they, they continued to say, she'll live and she'll not die. And one day she'll proclaim the good news to the world in the four corners of the earth. Um, miraculously, and, and prior to that, I had pneumonia after pneumonia after pneumonia. Uh, doctors, I was a very sick baby. But after that time of prayer, my body healed. Mirac- Doctors called it a modern day miracle back then. And uh, they said that whatever happened, all of the pneumonia is gone. There's no more sign of cystic fibrosis. Her lungs are stronger than ever. And from that point forward, Kelly... I had five and a half octaves. So that's like Ariana Grande or Mariah Carey. So I spent a majority of my younger years on stage singing, uh, being nominated for new female vocalist of the year in, in country music and God just opening up doors for me to sing at the Olympics and travel around the world, work with David Foster. And um, at the same time, I went through a lot of struggles. I was insecure. I had so many inch. Intric- I was skinny, I was flat, I was different than everybody. I was a tomboy. I chewed my nails. I was a basketball player, black belt and karate. I carried nunchucks to school because I wanted to fight the boys. <laughs> just this really odd character in this really incredibly gifted package that just didn't know what to do with it all. And so Mm -hmm. through the course of 35 years after being 18 and uh, my first business I launched into, I ended up, my first paycheck was $8,976. And it was just because my mom and dad told me I could they taught me that if you have a dream and you're willing... My dad taught me reverse engineering at the age of 18, how to take a dream and reverse engineer it. And my dream was to be the number one salesperson in that company, which was a title called National Sales Direct. It was a network marketing water filter company. I was 18 years old and I cold called and cold called. I hooked up more water filters than anybody else. And my goal was in a three-year plan by the time I was 21 to be the youngest national marketing director. And I hit that goal. And what that showed me, number one, is I don't have to go to college to have an education. I can actually make really good money on the skill set if I'm willing to get the street smarts and practice, 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 and Kelly, that began came the the ramping. But I'll say that obviously the music and being able to go to a lot of go sees uh, back in the day. I had a modeling agency, and so uh, I, w- I had models that I sent them out to go to all kinds of shows. I had a lot of no's. I grew up with no's. Yeah. If you've ever been an actor or an actress or a model, um, you know what it is to go to a thousand go sees and get told you're a little too short. Oh, you're a little too tall. Oh, you're too white. Oh, you're too black. You're too skinny. You're too fat. And you've got to go through that season of mental trauma before you become incredibly resilient. And so fast forward. Uh, we've been able to grow companies into the hundreds of millions. One company, my husband and my brother, started in the game room of their house, uh, went to a $1.2 billion market cap. Uh, we've continued to grow great companies, some that did fantastic. Uh, we've gone through seven recessions, some crashed and burned. Mm-hmm. Uh, the wins are, or the losses are equally as powerful as the wins. But we're in a season now where we've been blessed And we really sense that God is calling us to raise up faith-based entrepreneurs, CEOs, and leaders who want to do more than make money. Mm -hmm. They want to make a difference and they want to use their God calling to become a part of a a voice of a new generation, a new type Mm -hmm. of leadership. We call them kingdom entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm. And today, instead of scaling our company into the hundreds of millions, which we've done multiple times, our, our North Star, our goal is to reflect God. While helping others build
0: their companies yeah. into the hundreds of millions, that's incredible. It's it's so inspiring. And how how do you uh, help people? Or what what I guess suggestions or tips would you give to the listeners today? I think so many people, even when they're having exterior success, uh, avoid inside of them. And I think for a lot of people, Stacy, and this is this is a much bigger conversation. But I think for a lot of people, they were raised and introduced to religion in a certain way. Mm -hmm. And because they did not like the way in which they were introduced to religion, they ran in a direction that maybe was no religion or no God, right? Or no spirituality. And and some people then find their way back and they find their own way. Um, some people then rediscover, you know, spirituality or religion in a new way. Um, but I think for a lot of people, and especially of our generation and our age group, the group that is, you know, between the the... 35 to 65 right now, um, I I think there's a lot of lost souls that have such depth of goodness and the ability to really, as you said, kind of reflect God in all that they do and, and be a person of God. But they have not been able to find their way back after maybe an experience that they didn't feel aligned with their perception of what God should look like or feel like. Like I don't know if what I'm saying is clear, but I would Mm -hmm. love for you to open that dialogue up a little bit because I think that our culture and our society and what I'm seeing right now and just the enormity, the amount of depression, the amount of anxiety, uh, the amount of hopelessness. For me personally, I believe that there is a direct correlation between godlessness and hopelessness. Mm-hmm. And I think for a lot of adults, they don't even realize that the lack of spirituality, the lack of faith, the lack of God in their everyday lives is that missing thing that is the void that nothing else can fill. Mm-hmm. Can you can you speak to that a little bit, Stacey? Absolutely. You know, we have in our programs, we have folks that are
1: worth millions. We have folks that are worth hundreds of millions, eight figures, um, money does not solve your problem.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And, and we call it the search for peace and profits. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to teach for years, MMA, money-making activities, stay focused on money-making activities. If you're spending the most of your time uh, on your hobby, hobbies cost you money, but MMA, money-making activities. Um, the older I got, the more I realized is money doesn't make you happy. No matter how much money we, we, we've gone through s- seasons where we've had more than enough money, uh, we've gone through seasons where we, I didn't have enough money to buy my kids a belt mm-hmm. and I'd tell them to get a job. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. So we, I've, I've been in seasons where we were able to buy cars and buy houses for people. I've been in seasons where we were looking for pennies underneath our cushion. Um, I remember 2008, 2009 timeframe. We had just come off of a $1.2 billion market cap. Carl Icahn was a 51% owner in one of our uh, companies um, that we had brought him in to help us go public. And um Right after that, the crash, we went from hero of semi-retirement at 36 years old to literally searching for pennies underneath our cushions going, God, mm-hmm. what happened? And, and in those seasons, a lot of times, the roller coaster of life, we want it to be so smooth and we think, oh, it's God when it's smooth.
0: But Mm -hmm. I'm a
1: Christian, so I'm pretty clear and overt that that's my faith. I always encourage people, whatever your faith is, have a reason for why you believe in what you do. Don't let it be because somebody else told you. Research your faith and get intimate with Mm -hmm. your faith. Um, Mm -hmm. One of the things that I discovered, because I had to go through my own journey as a country Mm -hmm. music singer when I was in my early 20s, I married a world champion rodeo cowboy and he ended up leaving me and it was an abusive situation. And I went from having all these big dreams in my life through, to suicidal depression, feeling like my life is over. God, why why have you abandoned me? And mm-hmm. it's, it's interesting that we like to blame God for when people die. We like to blame God when we make mistakes. We, 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 we say, God, where were you? You could have fixed this. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, that's another form of disenfranchisement from the one who created you. Yeah. And when you continue to live a life separated from your power source, you will search the world over for something, another win, another promotion, another relationship, uh, another city, another job. But no matter where you go, there you are still Mm -hmm. left with you. And the great, beautiful part about it for me I went through that season. I had my my death planned out. I was ready to end it all. Yet in my package was the still same talented woman, five Mm -hmm. and a half octaves, ability to communicate effectively. But I had convinced myself logically, which is why scripture says, lean not to your own understanding or your logic, but in all your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct He'll keep your path straight. In Mm -hmm. that season of great brokenness and depression, um, I couldn't call an online guru. I couldn't call a business coach to help me get to where I needed to go in the core of who I am. And that Mm -hmm. was to identify my connection with my maker. Mm -hmm. And I happened to do it by going to an event. I was flipping channels, crying, couldn't even hardly see the channels. And when I did, uh, and I was contemplating suicide uh, a, a commercial came on, and it was a lady back in the day before false eyelashes were popular. She had these massive false eyelashes and pink hair. And she was, God loves you, and so do I. And I thought, you know, why do why do religious people have to be so weird? I was obviously <laughs> separated from God at that time, even though my parents were believers and, and pastors. Uh-huh. But I just was like, why do, why do those Christian people have to be so weird? But it was weird enough for me to leave it on that channel for a second. And right after that commercial came the announcement for this big event. And I finally said, okay, God, if you're real, meet me at that event in Dallas, Texas. Otherwise, that's where I kill myself. And I ended up going to that, obviously, had an encounter with God, not about what he can do for me. But what he had already done for me, what he had already Mm -hmm. equipped me with, that if I would trust him through the dark times, Kelly, I mean, the the seasons of brokenness. I hear from women and men all the time who are struggling, struggling through identity crisis, struggling to find out I need clarity with what I'm supposed to be doing. That season for me, because I know that season so well, um, it was a game changer. When I leaned in and said, all right, God, you can have not just part of me, all of me, my talents, my giftings, my speaking abilities. You know, I've I've recorded five CDs in my music career. And at that time, I said, all right, I'm not going to sing just to try to get a Grammy award or or a nomination. I give you my voice. I give you my life. I give you my talent. I give you any company I ever start. (laughs) You are my first equity partner at 10% or more of anything I ever earn again. And that day changed my life forever. From that point forward, now that was 1994 is when I made the 93, I made that decision. 94, I flipped out of just wanting to make money into giving him my service, my undeniable, whether that was business, whether that was music, whether that was communicating on stage, I was going to live for the audience of one. And Till I was about 40, I still dealt with an addiction, uh, a heavy addiction, and it was the approval addiction. Because I was such a high performer early on, I continued to perform. Even in my faith, I performed. I, I performed to see miracles happen. I performed to see more people in front of the stage. I performed to sell more CDs. And At 40, I hit an impasse where I knew I had a lot of success. I'd been on stage with five US presidents, um, traveled around the world. I was still searching. And I realized I was fueled by performance. I was fueled by uh, commas. I was fueled by economic advancement, by, by power plays as a woman. Being in the room and being the only woman negotiating, that drived me. And at 40, I wanted to be fueled by something bigger. And that is really what's behind Fueled by Fire, which is the name of our company.
0: This episode of The Kelly Roach Show is brought to you by The Inevitable Millionaire, wealth and life mentorship live each and every week with me where I walk you through how to elevate into cultivating your life as your masterpiece. We focus on building multiple streams of income, elevating your wealth consciousness, and attracting and becoming the version of yourself that your dreams require. Learn more at www.inevitablemillionaires.com. See you there. And the book is so moving. My God, you guys. So first of all, let's just pause here for one second. Let's tell them where they can get the book Fueled by Fire. It's, it's unbelievable. It will move you like nothing else. Where, where's the book at, Stacy? stacywallace.com you can just okay. go there stacy with an i um, it's so powerful it's so moving uh it, it's it's a blessing the book in and of itself and um sorry i didn't want to interrupt but i i do i do want to encourage everyone listening especially if you're someone that Really wants to open something up inside of you to tap into the true source of the power that you've been given and that is already there. And I think it's so hard in this world. Like you said, Stacey, you were, you recognize you're at 40 years old and you're like, I'm, I'm still being fueled by external things. And, and it's, it's like, it's a carrot that you can never chase down, right? It's, it's like, right. So then, you, you decided God is going to be your equity partner. Mm -hmm. You said 10%, you know, of every business that I start now is going to go to you. And, and, you know, what tips do you have or or what suggestions can you give to people that are here today that are like wow I haven't tapped into that part of myself for so long mm-hmm. I don't know where to start I don't know how to start it feels very uncomfortable I think I think mm-hmm. a lot of people avoid going back to church again because it feels very uncomfortable or their last experience didn't align with what you know they they envision and and I want to encourage everyone that's listening to the show to like Take your faith to a new level, whatever that looks like for you, right? Mm-hmm. It's not about prescribing this methodology or that. I'm a Christian, you're a Christian, Stacey. Um, but you know, obviously whatever your beliefs are, but I but I think it is really understanding that all power comes from and through God, and that most entrepreneurs rely solely on themselves. Mm-hmm. They do not wake up in the morning and begin and end each day with a conversation with God and make each decision with God guiding them and trusting that he is ordering your steps and trusting. I heard such a good um, quote the other day, and I'm sure, you know, it, Stacey, you know, if you're, if you're going to worry, don't pray. And if you're going to pray, don't worry. Right. Mm-hmm. And when I heard that quote, I was like, ah, yeah. Right? Cause I, <laughs> cause I pray all day, but I'm still over here worrying. Right. And and that really shifted things for me. And I was like, wow, like, that's such an opportunity to deepen and strengthen your faith. Mm -hmm. When you get to the place where you're constantly praying, you're constantly in that conversation with God, but you're still worrying, right? Right. Extending that trust and that faith. But what tips do you have for people that are listening today that maybe it's been a while, Stacey, and they want to bring God back? Mm -hmm. And, or maybe people that are a faithful people. I know for me, I, I've always been a person of faith. I've had my journey ins and outs. I, I grew up in a in a very strict Catholic family. Had to detour a little bit, figure it out for myself, and then landed back on Christianity. and And that's a huge part of my life now. But you know, I think there's people that are you know either in like avoidance and feel avoid, but don't know how to make their way back, or there's people that th- their faith and their business are totally separate, right. Right. It's like they have faith and they believe in something and they believe in God and they wanted to be a part of their life, but they still haven't really brought him in, as you said, as that equity partner, as that business partner in every decision that they're making. Right.
1: Yeah. So practically, um, you know, inside of our program, we teach people how to get to the core of who they are and apply that to business. Um, so we talk about spirit, soul, body. But more importantly, is how do you know the voice? That's a big question always people ask is like, how do I know it's me? Is it me or is it God? Or how do I know God's talking? Because God is always talking, He's always communicating. To you. The question is, are you too busy to listen or are you going so fast pursuing your dream? I don't believe we're pursuing our dreams, which is interesting because I spent 12 years on stage with Zig Ziglar talking about goal setting and leadership. I believe instead of us pursuing our dream, God has a dream for us and the dream is pursuing us. Sometimes we get so busy, we forget that goodness and mercy are chasing us down. Sometimes we just need to pause and give God a moment to get into our business, to get into our head, to be a part of our staff, to, to go ahead and pray with the team to say, you know what, guys, why are we doing this? Why do we want to have a nine figure company? Why do we want to go big? Um, because the why should point back to what I believe is all of our purposes. You know, people are always saying, I'm, I'm looking for my purpose. We all share the same purpose reflect God daily. God is love. Love is patient, love is kind, it does not envy, it does not boast, it is not proud, rude, self-seeking, takes no record of wrongs. If we had a God-centered life and business, we wouldn't have some of the conflict we have in the world today. Our legacy model, L-E-G-A-C-Y, starts off with L, the science behind loving what you do, the the dopamine, norepinephrine, uh, serotonin that goes off when you are operating in a skill set you love is different than the grind. One is beast mode. The other is God's best mode for your life. Yeah. How do you get into that? One tip that will change the game for your life forever. And I do this every day. That's my morning routine. And my morning routine used to be, you know, get up, check my phone, um, have a little worship playing, do a little Bible study, uh, get ready. My routine now is the same every single day. I wake up before my eyes open before my feet hit the floor, before I let chemicals start going off in my body, when I come out of that melatonin sleep state, my first, now I don't have to say it out loud anymore because I've been doing it so long, but to say, good morning, Holy Spirit, what would you have of me today? Or good morning, God, what would you have of me today? I used to say, good morning, Holy Spirit, or good morning, God, like, hello, glad you're there. But that wasn't enough. I wanted to do, I wanted to be on purpose all day long with heaven on earth. You know, in our belief system, there's a scripture where the disciples asked Jesus, teach us how to pray. And the methodology of that prayer broken down and put on business or put on daily rituals, it says, Our Father who art in heaven. Number one, it starts with honor. Are you building an honor-based company? Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Then it's not my will be art, thy will be done. On earth, this is the big one, as it is in heaven. Is it possible to have a heaven on earth experience before you die? Is it possible to have more than enough money, more than enough friends, more than enough peace, more than enough intimacy with your family? Larry and I live that life and we teach people how to live it. But here's the key. You can't do it without saying good morning, Holy Spirit, what would you have of me today? Mm Because if you want to be aligned with heaven and have heaven's blessings opened up to you, you better find out what they want for you to do today Yeah, because you're on a mission and it's not just the mission of your business, it's the mission of bringing heaven to earth. Yeah,
0: it's so true. And I think that I I love that so much. I I think that the, the experience of life, no matter who you are, no matter what where you come from or what you're doing with your life experiences the human experience. And the human experience includes trials and tribulations and highs and lows and ups and downs and wins and losses and learning and you know all of those things. And But I think that when you feel aligned with God, you can be happy and fulfilled and peaceful even in the moments of the greatest tribulation of your life. And I think this is the secret mystery that so many people cannot, they cannot understand, they cannot grasp that heaven on earth experience because every day there's highs and lows and ups and downs and goods and bads and all those things. And if you're not in that state of connectivity, it's impossible to ever find continuity in peace. And that's what I have learned. Like I have learned that in my faith, when I went to faith, when things were going badly, that's one experience, right? And that's not really faith, right? <laughs> but then when you, when you turn to your faith throughout the day, all day, every day, and you're in this continual conversation, even in the moments of things happening that feel like they are end of the world type stuff, and we all experience it, and it's part of life, and having great faith is not a, a methodology or means for avoiding it, but you can still be peaceful, You can still be happy. An
1: example of that is um, the story of Jesus in the boat. When the storm came, the disciples were like most of us. They were freaking out thinking that they were saying, we're going to die. We're going to die because the waves were so overwhelming, which is where a lot of people are right now, fearing recession, Mm -hmm. fearing outcomes. And they kept saying, we're going to die. So they went back to the back of the boat and said, Jesus, get up. What are you doing? Why are you just sleeping? We're going to die. And he got up and said, you have little faith. And he calmed the storm. Mm. And then he taught him a lesson. You know, Faith is the substance. It means you're not just hoping for it. Everything that I have in my 10-year scope, my 10-year vision, my three-year goals, my one-year plan – my quarterly objectives my 12 month kpi my month to month kpis all of that that's my plan i have mm-hmm. a plan i'm very plan very detail oriented but scripture says man plans his ways but the Lord directs his steps. Sometimes Mm. God sends the storm not to kill you or destroy you, but to push you to the other side of the river that you're on so he can get you into a room you would never have been able to get into yourself, get you in front of people. You know, My dad, when he passed away of cancer, I used every second in the hospital. I didn't know why it had to happen to my dad so early at the age of 63, but I was bound and determined. If you're going to put me in a hospital, then God used me here let my light so shine before men that are in here and women that let me shine. Let me give them hope. When my grandmother just recently passed away, I knew I was walking out tribulation in front of people. She died at a hundred. And I knew that we had people in our mastery and mastermind and platinum program. I knew they were getting ready to have their family members die. Some that had been diagnosed with Alzheimer's and dementia. I knew in that moment, my suffering was a was an opportunity for me to billboard faith. Mm-hmm. I don't want to just tell people to have faith. Oh, This mm-hmm. is what Zig Ziglar said to me when he fell and lost all of his short-term memory. Um, and, and Zig Ziglar, back in the day, he was like a, a Tony Robbins for people who don't know who Zig yeah. Ziglar was. Very big speaker. Um, I happened to be on stage with him and, and my, week after week got to be so intimately connected with him. When he fell and lost his short-term memory, his family came to him and said, Sig, now's the time. You and mom, they called her the redhead, retire. I mean, you guys have blessed so many nations. You have touched so many people. Now's your, and you know what his response was? He said, You know what? That would be really easy to do. I've lived my whole life telling people how to have faith in business. He said, Now I want to show them how I do it. And he said, Get Uh, me on. So he couldn't remember his speeches. He had to have his daughter, Julie. I love Julie. Julie would get on stage and she'd say, dad, tell him about B do have. And it would trigger his memory and he would be able to speak for a good 10 minutes. And then he'd start to, she'd realize it and she'd go, oh, come on, dad, tell him about getting caught in the squad should triggers me in his last days. He said, Stacy, you know what I was all these years? I was a salesman who missed his calling. He said, I was called to lead people to an intimate walk with their faith. And I didn't get it to the last few years of my life. I learned from that and I said, you know what? I don't want to be 80 years old in my latter days. I want to do that. I want to lead people to their faith in business, in family, in the, the big F words faith, family, finance, fitness, focus, freedom, fun. You can have it all with Him involved. It doesn't have to be one or the other.
0: Yeah. Oh my gosh. I love that. So powerful. So powerful. So Stacey, let's tell everybody a little bit about how they can connect with you and your family, your amazing family that you're building this business with. You guys have to see what what they're doing. It's just incredible. I've never seen um, the, the teamwork across, uh, generations doing it the way that you guys are. It's, it's, it's just powerful and incredible. So let's tell them about the next event that you have coming up. So the people that want to learn from you, they want to participate, they want to be a part of the action. Also, and talk, just go back over the book one more time. And then, you know, how they can connect with you. If they just want to, you, you inspired them. They're like, I, I need to be in your community. I want to work with you. I want to learn from you, whatever the case. Well, everything's
1: on StacyWallace.com. It'll push you to any of the directions, but uh, we do a a free launch. Kelly, we learned that method from you on how to do that. It's been phenomenally well. We give, we overgive at the highest level. We serve with, if if people just came to that, it'll change their life and business forever. It's called the Legacy Wealth Mastery course. And we break down that acronym, uh, which is helping people get crystal clear In their business, in their seven, eight, nine figure business, or if they're just starting, how to be in the perfect sweet spot of God's will for your life and to execute it at the highest level in business. we so fbfchallenge.com fbf stands for Fueled by fire fbfchallenge.com FBF is how to register so you can go and register for that and uh, obviously that leads you into our and we're very clear up front that uh, we do have a mastery mastermind and platinum program uh, that we work with people at the highest level of corporate development helping them get very clear about their roadmap about their object- objectives kpis business development um, but the book itself starts all this. We now have trademarked Fueled by Fire. Uh, I had a publisher come to me and say, Stacey, um, there's nobody that's doing what you're doing in the faith space. And you are so overt. You're like willing to take a beating from people uh, by putting your faith so far out there. Um will you write a book for us that talks about women in business and how to have, and obviously all the principles, whether you're male or female, you can apply them. But uh, at that time I was 64% men following uh, Mm -hmm. because of my corporate experience. Uh, I wrote that book and it became a game changer for us, which ultimately started the movement and now is behind everything that we're doing. So that is also at Stacywallis.com forward slash fire. You can actually get a free copy of the introduction, the first
0: chapter, and uh, it'll it, just that alone will change your life forever. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, you you guys got to go get the book and absolutely connect with Stacy. I mean this this is this is unique, and you know I will say, you know, and and I am very uh, hesitant ever to endorse people. I do not endorse people. You guys who listen to me know this, but the contextual lifetime of experience and the quantifiable results that Stacy has created in her many legs of her business journey and business tour coupled with the the depth of faith and life that she brings together is second to none. There is, it's, it's peerless. I, I fully, you know, endorse it. And so absolutely, if you guys are looking for someone to help you fully live out this part of yourself to bring your faith forward, but also to grow your business in the interim and to have those things be a marriage. Stacy is your gal and and her and the family are doing it together. It's absolutely incredible. And uh Stacy, it's an honor to to have you as a part of our community and just to get to be witness and and get to observe and be a part of everything you all are doing. It's
1: it's been a blessing. And Kelly, we're so grateful, you know, that what we do even in Fuel by Fire, we fund in women, which is yeah. where we rescue and restore the lives of women and girls. And so I've said this on your Uh, classes and on testimonies that are on some of your sites. Uh, We are so grateful for your company. Uh, Not only did it help us get this message into the marketplace in an online methodology where we could be bold about our faith and in business, but it's also created an incredible Uh, reservoir of funds to be able to go towards our transitional houses and the things that we do on Epiphany Ranch. And so I'm just grateful for you. Thank you for having me on your show today. For
0: sure. For sure. So guys, we're going to link all of the the books, StacyWallace.com, the information about uh, what they're doing online in the show notes. Um, Stacy, thank you so much for being here today. It was so awesome to get to connect with you and spend some time with you here. And for everyone listening, I hope you're leaving inspired and ready to be loud and proud about your faith. Bring. God into the day-to-day to be your business partner and to go forward fulfilling your highest purpose, your highest calling, and, and knowing that there's something bigger for you, ready for you, uh, and it's it's there for the taking. So thanks for tuning in. We'll see you all back here soon.